Life is grand. Life is good. Except when you have exploding heart failure. Do you have chronic pain in your chest? Why, yes. Yes, I do. Very terrible migraines in your head? It's like this commercial was specifically meant for me. Explosive diarrhea? How does he know? It's like he's a mind reader. Does your family tell you that you stink and you need to leave the table because you smell so bad? Yeah. Yeah, they do. Then you need this medicine. Terahydra Core Heart 4 Tope. And that's from Trash Can Pharmaceuticals. Now let me tell you everything it's going to do. It's going to clear up all those problems. That chronic pain in your chest, gone. That explosive diarrhea, absolutely gone. But I tell you what it will do. You may have death, heart failure, <laughs> eye socket problems, exploding diarrhea again. Trashcan TV is not responsible for the exploding diarrhea that it may have given you cause to teratrifle life and something something. Enjoy your six hours of freedom with Terra High Core Heart for Taupe. Take it fast, enjoy the time, because it's only going to get worse when the medication wears off. Thanks, Trash Can TV Pharmaceuticals. Now that I've taken Terra Trima I have now stopped my explosive diarrhea problem for six hours, and my family doesn't look at me like I'm a weirdo. Thanks, Trash Can TV. Hi, I'm Chris. And I'm Micah. And this is the Donut Box Podcast. Well, welcome to Season 2, Episode 6. Hey, we haven't heard from you guys since last year, haven't we? This is the first episode of the new oh, year. Ha, ha, ha. I hate that joke, but I also like making that joke, too. It's pretty funny. Yeah, it's it's funny to watch people squirm, and I know there was at least a few of you out there that were like, dang, he made that joke. Hey, Micah, guess what? Oh, boy, what? Did you know that last month, in the month of December, we had almost 500 listeners just in that month alone? That's pretty good, man. That's doing really well for us. That's really crazy. That's really awesome. And I'll tell you this much. Uh, some of y'all have been really, really faithful, man. State of Kansas, y'all have been really out there. Iowa, I mean, Oregon, and then right there at the Washington-Oregon border, like border, man. Jeez. Washington State. Yeah. Chicago, Illinois. Thank you, guys. We appreciate you guys. We got some listeners in the Midwest. Michigan, Detroit, the... I wanted to say the Electric City, but that's Scranton, Pennsylvania. <laughs> but that's not <laughs> it. That's immediately what popped into my mind was obvious. Sorry, Detroit, you're not the Electric City. It's the Motor City. That, there we <laughs> go. City. That's what it is. <laughs> Sorry. But anyways, we want to thank you guys. Hey, we also want to thank our international listeners, those in uh, Brussels, Belgium, those in Australia, those in India, Malaysia, Japan, uh, Spain, the UK, all those that are listening to us. So we have a great show for you, and we're going to kick off with our old-fashioned donut, which is a story from our past. Now, we've talked a little bit about your graduation party and about how you guys took the tailgate off of uh, my truck and put it inside the cab of my truck, but we need to talk about my graduation party because it was pretty memorable because it was still when we lived in the state of Georgia. And I'll tell you specifically what I remember first starting off. I remember I lost one of my Texas flags off my car. Somehow. I don't remember how that happened. I used to drive around in the old Buick that we talked about a lot, and I used to have two Texas flags that flew high high and proud. I was proud of my Texas uh, pride, I guess. And uh, yeah, they. I don't remember how I lost them. I just remember uh, Jay Rizzle was involved somehow. I think he rolled down the window and they flew out. Yeah, because how these flags worked, if you've ever seen them they have sports flags like them too, but there's these little plastic clips that kind of go in your window and you just roll the car window up and that's what keeps them in. 
And yeah, I think somebody was involved that rolled down the window and there went the flag. Luckily, it wouldn't like hit another car and, you know, somebody didn't get mad at us. But I digress. Yeah, I used to have some rules when people rode with me in my car. Do you remember some of the rules that were in my car? I would tell everybody that was new that rode in my car. I had some some rules for my car. What, what were the rules? No drugs, no alcohol. No exchanging of bodily fluids. I remember the exchanging of bodily fluids one very vividly. I don't know why. Um, and then it was, I think at one point you had said no bleeding it falls under that category too. Yeah, I just remember no bodily fluids in my car, whether it be pee, blood, or uh, other. And I just remember being like, there's no eating in my car. There's no drinking in my car. There's no smoking in my car. There's no bodily fluids in my car. I remember that. But anyways, that's off the subject. So we rode to the event place uh, of my graduation party. And my mom, my mom tried to keep it a surprise. And I just remember after my graduation, Michael was like, oh, yeah, let's go to the Savannah Rapids Pavilion. I was like, oh, boy, what's going to be there? But I already knew. So I rode there and... Jay Rizzle rode with me, and I remember this girl I was talking to the time, uh, talking to at the time. Her, we'll call her Bethany. That's what we'll call her. That's not a real name, but I remember Bethany rode with me at the time, and so we pulled up to the graduation party. And so, tell them a little bit about the graduation party, Micah. Well, it was uh, it was very nice. I was commissioned to do the uh, the slideshow, which we'll get to that later. Um, I remember it was Texas themed because you got to remember, I mean, shortly thereafter, Chris was moving to Texas with me. So it was like graduation. He was leaving. Um, I remember there was like all these Texas decorations and things like that. Um, and so everybody was having a good time and then somebody showed up that was, uh, I mean, we, we kind of knew, because you invited her, right? I invited her to the graduation, but I don't think I invited her to the graduation party. And I don't know how she showed up, but it was my ex. If you've been listening, it was the one who broke up with me during the presidential documentary around Teddy Roosevelt. Uh, so she broke up with me, and I just remember her seeing her being there, and her mom came with her, and I was just like, what is she doing here? And boy, oh, Bellway, was she not happy that... Bethany was there with me, was she, Micah? She was a little upset. Oh, boy, especially because uh, Bethany had a table very close. So there was kind of a head table, of course, where where Chris was. And, um, you know, so she was she was pretty close to the head table, wasn't she? Like, she, if I remember, Bethany was pretty close up there. She was sitting, like, a couple, either right next to me or maybe, like, a couple seats down. She wasn't too far. It wasn't, it wasn't too far, but... Um, you know, old Chris's ex, man, the whole entire time, it was laser beams and dagger eyes. Man, if looks could kill, they would have been dead ten times over. I'm telling you, it was it was really, really bad. And, uh, man, we felt some trouble of brewing. Yeah. If I, if I remember correctly, uh, I think there were some words that were exchanged, I think. It was it was almost like a cat fight. It was like, Row! Yeah, it was, uh, it was a pretty, pretty crazy time. I don't, I don't. You know, something about the parking lot, some words exchanged. I don't know what happened. You know, can't really disclose none of that. But, you know. I just remember that uh, I overheard my ex talking to her mom being like, what is, why is this person here? Blah, 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 blah. And I was just sitting there thinking, I was like, number one, you weren't invited to the graduation party. <laughs> and number two, I was like, you broke up with me for some other guy. So why do you care so much? And, uh. Yeah, side, side story. This is a little side story because 
this is Donut Marks podcast. We can do what we want. So I moved to Texas, right? And a year, like year later, well, it wasn't a year later, but like a few months later, like I moved to Texas in June. I came back in March to visit my family, right? And so I remember going to the movie theater, and I remember uh, my ex was apparently there, and like she wanted to talk to me, and like I saw her, and I was like, yeah, I'm not gonna talk to her. And she ended up texting my brother and being like, hey, can Christopher come out? My brother was like, nah, fam, nah. So, but anyways, what else happened at the graduation party? I remember we did the, the slideshow, which got some looks. You know, Miss Debbie, shout out for listening and everything. Um, I probably shouldn't have been the one to do the slideshow, if you remember. Because, um, you know, the first part started off normal. I remember it was like childhood pictures of Chris, and it was like, um, you know, we were in that Western wear phase cause we were about to go work at uh, boot corral and everything. And so, you know, it was like, we had Willie Nelson playing at the beginning. Then when it kicked off with his teenage years, I put Kesha, I, I, I don't know why I put Kesha on there. Um, <laughs> and, uh, I'll fully admit, I'll fully admit. I secretly like, I secretly like Kesha. I do I secretly like Kesha. Judge me if you want, but I secretly like her. But anyways, yeah, you put the Kesha song. It was that TikTok song. Not TikTok like the app, but the song called TikTok. But anyways, go ahead. And um, and then I put embarrassing photos on there. Um, of course, that was, that was fantastic. I remember one in particular. It was... Um, so for whatever reason, I don't remember. We had gone out one summer to visit my grandparents. And of course, we normally... The thing you do in the South, I don't know, and this is another side story, but like Chris said, this is the Donut Box Podcast. We could do what we want. Um, but for some reason in the South, you go visit family, especially older family, like you're expected to do work for them. You're expected to like mow the grass for them. You're expected to do something like that. So anyway, so we're out there mowing the grass. I said, I'm going to take the weed eater, and Chris like, I'm going to take the mower. For whatever reason... It wasn't up to my grandmother's snuff. So here she was out there, pajama pants and slippers, trying to show him how to <laughs> how to mow the grass. And I took a picture of that, and I displayed it for all the world to see at his graduation party. I think it was just the way that she didn't want. She wanted it cut a certain way. And two, if you remember, that lawnmower was like a self-propelling lawnmower. It was different. So it was a different lawnmower. So she was showing me how to work the lawnmower. Wasn't that I didn't know how to cut grass? <laughs> yeah, no, it wasn't that he wasn't know how to cut grass, but you know, we had to we had to give each other a hard time, and so snapping that picture, you know, <laughs> had to had to include that. Do you also want to tell them about the Hooters picture you put in there? Uh, yes. So, what, if you remember, uh, we we talked about going to Hooters and things like that. Um, there were several occasions in which we told them, you know, it's our birthday and things like that. So we took pictures of, you know. So I, I included a nice picture of Chris with all the Hooters girls. Yep, it was all the Hooters girls. And I remember my dad just kind of looked and shook his head. I remember my grandpa was a little, uh, not, I guess he was a little shocked. He was like, oh, okay, all right. So yeah, threw me under the bus. <laughs> Sorry, fam. <laughs> but it was a good time other than the uh, cat fight and my mom being surprised at the Hooters pictures. But anyways, that was the graduation party. Uh, one more side note. The food was fantastic. There's a There was a lady in town that would like always do the catering for like our church and stuff like that. She always put on some like bomb food 
and she like catered that like his graduation party it was food was top notch so shout out to my mom for thank you for planning that graduation party it was a great party uh my mom knows how to plan good parties so shout out to my mom now we're going to move into our next segment normally we do the jelly donut which is the jail report but we're going to do the tie your shoes because you tripping because it's the new year and this these are stories about people that have messed up in relationships or they got caught cheating or they just had a bad first date. Now these, all of these, they are about how people got caught cheating. Uh, so tie your shoes because you're tripping. Are you ready for the first one? Oh, I'm ready. I love this segment, by the way. Yeah, so this one actually happened at our favorite baseball park at Turner Field in Atlanta, Georgia, which Turner Field is no longer there because they tore it down. So uh, these two sisters were at a baseball game, and they were sitting behind this couple, and uh, the lady was like all snuggled up with her man, right? But they noticed that the lady was actually uh, sexting a mystery man. So they could see like her phone. And the lady was like sending racy messages to this other guy that was not the guy that was with her. So they decided, the two sisters decided that something needed to be done. So they scribbled a note like on their ticket. And they were like, hey, like your wife is texting another man. Um and they were warning that his wife was cheating and even telling him exactly how to find the incriminating evidence on her phone. So apparently she was texting someone under the name Nancy, but it was really this other guy. And so they wrote on there was like, hey, check the messages under Nancy and it's not what you think it is. So, uh, yeah, th- th- it was not a not a great time at the ball game. Crazy things be going down in Hotlanta. Crazy, man. But at least these people were nice enough to do so. Would you do something like that? Would you, If you saw that in front of you, would you do something? Or would you just be like, nah, they kind of need to find out on their own? It's hard for me to say. But at the same time, um, <laughs> my forethought says I'd be probably so focused on the on the baseball game. There's, I probably wouldn't be focused on too much else, be honest. This one actually happened in Russia. Shout out to our Russian uh, peeps. So... Do you know you know what Google Maps is and how you can like look on Google Maps and you can like look at the street view, right? So um, there's a an app called Yandex Maps, uh, which is like Google Street View for in Russia. And so this lady was looking up a local address and she was having some problems finding this place. And so she did like the street view, um, and so she noticed a very familiar figure with his arms draped around a very unfamiliar war- woman. Uh, so apparently, uh, it was her man and Yandex doesn't obscure the faces of people caught by the passing cameras. So the young lady actually, when she was doing the street search, she saw her man with her, with his arm around another lady, um, on the, yeah, tie your shoes cause you trip. That's like crazy. Think about the odds about that. Like, I mean, that's, that's crazy nonetheless. And, uh, that sucks that she caught him that way, but like, dang, that's like a one in a, that's got to be more than a one in a million chance that, okay, I'm looking up this particular address and, you know, your dude and another lady is right there with the passing camera all at the same time and you happen to look there. That's that's crazy. Yeah, I'm telling you, your sins will find you out for sure. And, uh, yeah, it, it, it's nuts. Um, all right, this next one. This is a little bit PG-13 rated, so if you have kids listening to you, might want to cover their ears or maybe have a talk with them afterwards and explain to them the facts <laughs> of life. One uh, one wife, she found a pack of condoms in her husband's car, 
and she immediately became suspicious and decided to take matters into her own hands. So she got mad and she poked a tiny hole in each of the wrappers and soaked them in her own special habanero pepper mix before wiping them clean and putting them back exactly where she found them, <laughs> all before he even woke up. Sure enough, by the end of the day, her husband began complaining of excruciating pain in his Netherlands region, and to make matters even worse, her best friend called to say she thought she caught an STD from her latest boyfriend as they had just been intimate and now she was burning down below. So it turns out that her husband was cheating on her with her best friend. I mean, that's that's pretty ruthless. Tie your shoes because you're tripping. Like she soaked them in habanero hot sauce. That's a that's a clever way to find out. That's a really clever way to find out. But that's a lot of pain. <laughs> that is a lot of pain, man. Like a lot of pain. And ooh, I just it hurts. It hurts just even think about it. That's like not cool. All right. So this next this next one, I think you will relate to it a little bit. Not because you got cheated on, but both of us have driven for Uber. So. This is an Uber driver. One female Uber driver in Florida had a shift to remember when she picked up a female passenger at the local airport. The rider gave her a vague location and they set off. The passenger was very excited as she had flown into town to see her man and was happily chatting away with her driver about their plans. It was only as they drew closer and closer to their destinations that the Uber driver slowly began to realize that her passenger's man was her own boyfriend, and she was driving his side piece to his apartment for a weekend rendezvous. A huge argument ensued, which ended with the scorned driver speeding off into the sunset with the passenger's luggage still in the back. So, man, like, what are the odds? Your girlfriend's driving for Uber, and, man, that was... Tie your shoes because he's tripping, because that dude was dumb. All I'm saying is the rendezvous piece, the side piece, must have done the Uber planning and whatnot, Cause ain't no way in heck the dude is got the Uber and is just looking and goes, oh yeah, it's been assigned, and he, he don't see his lady's picture and it's her car. Come on, so it's got to be, you know, the the side piece had to schedule all that. Yeah, she scheduled it for sure. Cause I mean, the dude was probably like, she was like, oh, I'll get an Uber, and he was probably like, oh, my girlfriend's an Uber driver. But what are the odds? Like he was probably thinking it's Florida. Like there's plenty of Uber drivers. What are the odds that like she's gonna? But it's still stupid, man. Like. Just, just don't cheat. Just don't do that. Like, my thing is, my thing is, why get in the car? Why get in the car? Like, in the first place, when homegirl's car pulled up and everything, and you saw who it was, like, get the heck out of there. But, but here's the thing, though. She <laughs> probably didn't know this dude had a girlfriend. Like, it's, I don't think it's her fault. She probably didn't know that this dude had a no, girlfriend. No, no, no. I mean... I meant like the dude, like the dude is dumber than mess because the thing is, even that car pulls up, right? You're, it still should be going off in the dude's mind of like Uber. Okay. She's an Uber driver and this is the kind of car that she has. And then, you know, there's probably, normally there's other identifying marks. At least, at least I see that stuff, a scratch up here, a bumper sticker or something like that. And it's like, once he sees that bro, leave the side piece and run. <laughs> he was, he was probably like just in his apartment chilling like waiting on her and he didn't even think anything he's like oh someone's dropping her off i'm not gonna think to look outside like it's probably what he that's probably how it happened i guess but yeah. i think it's funny that she drove away with the luggage i mean that's a little bit of retri retribution all right man uh this one is gonna be a little bit hard to believe uh because this actually happened on 9 11 like during like the actual 9-11, 2001. So uh, it was a particularly bad day for one World Trade Center worker who got caught cheating because he wasn't at his desk when the planes hit. 
Having spent the night with his side piece, the cheating husband had somehow managed to avoid the biggest news of the century. And when he switched his phone out, phone on, he found a hysterical message from his wife asking where he was. He calmly called her back to tell her that he was at his desk at the World Trade Center. As normal, unaware that his desk had just been obliterated hours earlier, his wife divorced him and what is thought to have been the first relationship victim of 9-11. So, bro, this dude didn't even know that 9-11 happened. He worked at the World Trade Center and was like, oh, yeah, like, I'm at my desk. And she's like, that's impossible. It just got blew up. And he's like, oh, crap. <laughs> well, and it... You know, half half of it's just like I'm grateful for my life because you know if it's like I didn't do that, I'd be dead. But it's yeah, that's crazy though. <laughs> He's probably dead either way. Like, <laughs> I mean, it was it was like his wife was gonna kill him, or right. she just divorced him. But still, um, but yeah, all right, this last one. Um, so a cheating husband was almost caught in the act, and then he reported his poor side piece to the cops as a burglar rather than then to admit that he had been trawling the internet looking for a one-night stand. This man met a woman uh, on Craigslist, and if y'all don't know, Craigslist used to be a pl place. I don't know. I don't think it still is anymore. I think they removed that part of Craigslist. But Craigslist was a place where you could like sell stuff. It was like eBay, but people would also put their personal ads on there and looking for a uh, one-night stand. Uh, and this guy invited... This woman over to his apartment when his wife was out of town, only his wife returned unexpectedly just before he was expecting his online lover. Rather than face the music, when the other woman showed up, he called the police to report an armed intruder and the poor woman was arrested. So the person that was online, she was arrested. And eventually the truth came out and the man was also arrested for making a false report to the police. Bro, tie your shoes because you tripping. He still was like, oh yeah, there's a burglar breaking into my house. And then turns out just a lady that he was trying to. Yeah, I'm sure his wife was not happy about that at all. Nah, that's messed up. That's really messed up. It's like, I know you're trying to get out of it, but like, don't ruin the other part person's life for it. It's very messed up. So yeah, man, that was our tie your shoes because you tripping. Uh, which one was like the most interesting story for you? Man, just the sheer likelihood of some of them. But I guess the likelihood of the Uber driver, you know, of it, of, you know, the side piece showing up. And then, I don't know, just they're all pretty fascinating. They're all pretty crazy. That habanero that habanero sauce one was messed up. <laughs> it's really messed up. Yeah, but hell hath no fury like a woman's scorn. But we're going to move into our donut hole. And I have a movie review for you guys because a lot of people are like, oh, what should I watch? And uh, I'm going to review the movie The Glass Onion. Have you heard of it? It's on Netflix right now. And it's a Knives Out, mister. A Knives Out movie? Yeah. So it's a... Uh, you know, if you haven't seen the first Knives Out, it's a murder mystery. It's basically a whodunit. I thought it was really well done. I don't know if you've ever seen it, but it was pretty well done. Did you see that movie? You know, that is actually one that is on the list for the fiance and I to uh, to watch. The first, the first one and this one as well. Yeah, so Glass Onion is like a totally different set of characters, except for the detective. He's still in this one. So it's a wholly, whole different story. It's not connected to the two. So basically, the plot premise of this is there's this uh, rich billionaire, of course, eccentric billionaire, and then he invites five of his friends to this mystery island, and he's like, y'all are going to be playing a game, uh, and y'all are going to be trying to solve my murder, um, and whoever 
wins to prize or whatever. But it turns out someone else gets murdered and then they're all trying to figure it out. And it's of course a basically who done it kind of a thing. And it takes you on some twists and some turns. I will say that this was not as good as the first one. Okay. So just go into it knowing the first one is pretty pretty good i liked it but the second one it's not as good because it's kind of obvious there is like a storyline i guess swerve that i'm like oh i didn't know they were going this way with it and so when they kind of delve into it like they tell the whole story and then they kind of go back and start at the beginning and then they go back through it of course there's uh edward norton uh daniel craig dave batista's in there which i'm not a big fan of batista uh, for wrestling purposes and movie purposes. He's all right. He's kind of just like plank of wood, kind of just no motion. But I would recommend it just because I'm like, hey, it's something good to watch. It's something that makes you think. Um, and I like movies that kind of make you think. Yeah, that's cool. Is It sounds really fun. I mean, I like murder mystery movies. Now, let me ask you this. is If I remember from the first one, is Daniel Craig the detective and like the reoccurring character? Yes. Yes, he's a reoccurring character. I don't rem uh, I think his name's like LeBlanc or whatever it is, but yeah, he's a reoccurring detective. It's kind of like the Agatha Christie like books where it's like Hercule Poirot and like it's different characters, but it's like the same detective and he's solving different murders and stuff. But yeah, he's the same reoccurring character, but uh, this one was definitely not as great as the first one, but I think it was still good. I think you should take a look at it. I mean, everybody's looking for like a new Netflix uh, movie to watch, and I, I would say that it was at least worth the time that I watched it. Is it on Netflix or Hulu? Cause... It's on Netflix, so you can go Netflix it and watch it, and if you're looking for something to watch, most people probably have already watched it by the time that I'm uh, you know, reviewing this, but if you're like trying to give a a gander at it and you're not too sure i would say check it out the first one is way better um there was like a lot more swerves i feel like in the first one where it was like kind of like okay i think it's this person oh wait no i think it's this person and you're not too sure but this one you're like oh yeah it's definitely this person so you so you're saying the second one's a lot more predictable yeah the second one's a lot more predictable but there's a storyline uh arc that you're kind of like oh i didn't predict that and it's pretty good i got gotcha. you yeah, I definitely have to check it out, and uh, when when I do finally, because you know everybody on the podcast knows it takes me forever to get to movies for whatever reason. I'll let everybody know. This man has not gone to the movies since December last year when we went to go see American Underdog. And before that, I couldn't even tell you. Like I really even couldn't tell you before that. Yeah, go check out Glass Onion. It's pretty good. Uh, Ryan Johnson screwed up Star Wars, but he did good with this movie. So he's good when he does his own stuff. Just leave Star Wars alone. But anyways, we are going to segue into what fries my donuts. And Michael, <laughs> what's got your donuts fried this week? Oh, Chris, thanks for asking that question. When people don't take obvious hints, like, you know, this holiday season, if, if you had the wonderful, wonderful miracle of not having to go anywhere retail or work retail and everything really count your blessings um i'm telling you people don't take obvious hints things are in your face and people are like extremely upset about the smallest things like let me let me just for instance i'm gonna segue over to another thing weather people with the weather bro people with the weather i'm, I'm serious it's literally like we're under a tornado watch and literally the guy's on the news and he's sitting there and it's explaining on the bottom of the screen, here's what a tornado watch is. It means that the conditions are right for a tornado and everything. And the guy on the screen's explaining it. And then all of a sudden the news station literally 
is like, okay, let's answer some of these weather questions on Twitter. And it's just like, it's like, where's the tornado? The tornado coming towards my house. What's going on? Is there a tornado? It's like there's, okay, there's a difference between watch and warning. They've explained this a million times. There's no tornado yet. And it's literally just like the same thing over and over. Or, for instance, even watching ESPN this holiday season, right, there's all these college bowl games and NFL and all sorts of stuff, right? And a lot of the times, these sporting events, they run over time. They go longer than they're supposed to, so the next game starts before the other one ends. And what will happen is they'll say... Um, there'll be a big old banner on the screen and it will say now starting on ESPN two or whatever they're starting on now starting on this channel is the other game that was supposed to be coming on on this channel. But since the game is not over with, it's going to be on this other channel and it's got it like three different places in bright yellow that says, if you want to watch this game, pretty much go over to this other channel and it will tell you what that other thing is. And then they go to, you know, they're like game breaks and it's like for those of you looking for this other game it's on this other channel just tune to the other channel and then the other day they even got mad and they were like for everybody on twitter that keeps hitting us up and saying where's the other game go to the other channel and it's just like bro it's got it plastered all over the screen of like what's going on where to go if you want to watch it like chill out you know and People just don't take the hint. You mentioned uh, retail and about people not taking hints with retail. What do you want to go into like an example of that? Or was there something specific that you were talking about? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I probably should have gave my example to that. That was actually my third example. But yeah, my thing is with retail, when stores run out of something and they tell you, okay, listen, we're getting the restock truck at this point. They're not BSing you. I mean, come on, Chris, you've worked in retail. I've worked in retail a lot, right? How many times have we been BSing them of like, oh, the truck's not coming in till three days from now, right? It's like, why would we tell them otherwise when it would actually come in? I mean... Yeah, and people don't read. I remember uh, working in the grocery business, which was a year ago, but it wasn't that long ago. But we would put signs like, limit two waters, or this brisket was on sale, limit one. We'd put it by the briskets, put it at the registers, like multiple places. Then people would still try to get two briskets. And it's like, can, do you know? And then when you and tell them, get a- no, you can't get two briskets, they'll be like, well, where does it say that? You just point at the sign. It's like, people don't read, man. Like, people literally do not read, or they think that they can break the rules for some reason. And I don't know what their deal is. Yeah, I, I really don't understand. And, you know, Black Friday is the same way when it comes to retail, especially Black Friday. It's. It's just pandemonium when it comes to a lot of things, but people just don't, it's a lot of the limiting things, you know, limit two per customer, limit whatever. But then at the same time, you know, I've, I've heard a lot of the times, you know, is it, can you find it in the back? It's like, listen, I've worked in retail. The back ain't as glamorous as you might think. Like the back, I don't know who made up. Maybe some places have things like a bunch of stuff stored up in the back to where maybe there is like a back stock. But every retail place I've ever worked at did not have any sort of back stock in the back that you can go and pull from. The back is not some magical hat that you can just pull stuff out. And people are like, can you go look in the back? And I'd be like, no, I promise you we don't have any. They'd be like, can you still go look? So every time they do that, I would just go back there and I'd be like, just kind of 
walking around. I'm like, hey, buddy, how you doing? Have some conversation. Then I go, I'm like, yeah, we don't have any. They're like, oh, okay. And I'm like, I told you that before. But yeah, people, people don't read. And literally, we just had a Christmas deal at our church, right? And uh, after one of the services, some lady came out with her kid and she was like, is Santa already gone? Uh, or is he going to come back? And I was like, and me and my boss were like, um, excuse me? And she was like, yeah, it says on the sign that y'all are advertising Santa. And we were like, no. And we looked at the sign outside. And then we, were, she was like, well, it's on the website. So we're like, can you pull up the website for us? And she looked and she was like, she was like, y'all don't have Santa? And it was, she was like, I just assumed y'all would have Santa here. And I was like, no, we didn't tell you that Santa was going to be here. I don't know where you got that from. But people don't read. People like, I, I think it's because people can just so easily Google stuff that they don't have to research the information themselves or they don't pay attention. I don't know what it is, man. I don't know what it is either, but, you know, I'm amending the thing to just, you know, people don't take obvious hints or read. And I'm also going to open it up and they also don't listen. They just don't listen to what you're telling them. It's like most of the time you're not, when it comes to the retail standpoint, you're not BSing people. Like, I mean, you're not lying to them. You're not gaining something from saying, you know what? Yeah, it just, it really doesn't make any sense to me. Or even today, um, I was out today at Red Robin eating lunch. And something I really didn't understand is somebody got really, really upset because the waitress wouldn't take a coupon. Like, wouldn't take this coupon. And it was expired. And it had been expired for a couple months. And they kept explaining to her, you know, they kept explaining to her. And it was out from November. So a couple months they just kept explaining to her, kept explaining to her. They had to bring the manager out there, the you know the GM, I guess, because there was like two managers over there trying to calm her down, and she was just irate. And it's like, bro. But the, the in the meantime, the managers, what they were saying is, don't worry, ma'am, we're we'll help you out. We'll still honor it and everything like that. And she still kept going for some reason. And she was just like, no, y'all are just a bunch of crooks and all this other... It's like, dude, okay, first of all, you didn't read. That's on you. They're even saying, you know what, ma'am, even though it's your mistake, we'll, we'll be hospitable and we'll, we'll even, you know, count it for, for now. And she was still rude and mean. It just don't make no sense, man. I don't get it. I'm about to make a bold statement. The customer is always right is a bunch of BS. The customer is not always right. So if you're listening to it and you think that the customer's always right, you're wrong because that's not true. And that's all I got to say about that. Whoever made that up is ridiculous. I got they I don't know where they got that from, but you know, that's that way is dead and gone. It might have used to be in that way, but it ain't like that no more. So you got anything else to say about people not taking the hints? Yeah, just uh, when you're flying, read the signs, but I can go into that for a million years. So you know how that goes. Just read the signs. I'm going to quote your sweet grandmother. May she rest in peace. Get the fat out of your ears and get the fat out of your eyes. Open your eyes. That's all I'm going to say <laughs> about that. There you go. But I guess that's a good segue into our Mystery Donut, which is our improv segment. We got free improv this week. So, Micah, do you want to pull a, a accent out of the hat? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Let's hope it's one we haven't done in a while. Okay. Oh, we got Asian. We got Asian voice. Oh, yeah. We love the Asian people. And just know that we're doing a character. We don't think of you guys as beneath or less than. We love you guys. So, no, this is just for fun. We all equal. You know what? If you want to make fun of us, we, we pasty white. Go ahead. 
So, <laughs> um, and then as far What's as the, for the location, situation, yeah, for the location, we have boxing at a boxing match or at a, yeah. Oh, or like a, yeah, like a fight. Yeah, like a fight. Yeah. Oh, okay. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Um, you go ahead and start. Yeah. Oh, Mr. Chan, I'm so excited we go to the boxing. Oh, I love boxing. I especially love that Rocky Balboa. Oh, when he fought Apollo Creed and then fought Apollo Creed and Rocky too. Oh, that was so awesome. But I hope Floyd Mayweather lock this Logan Paul guy out. You get front row seat. You remember get ticket. Oh, I hope you got your hepatitis B shot because we might get some blood spot on us. They hit hard. Floyd Mayweather hit hard. You want to go get beer? Be like eight dollar, but I have. I, I'll go get some. Oh, what do you? Well, I got expired coupon. See if they take that expired coupon. It expired since October, but you might get five dollar off of a Bicolo. I have secret for you. I have secret for you. Listen real careful. What we do is we walk up to window and we say, "Hey, you take coupon." They say no. We start yelling at them. We start yelling at them in our, in our language. And we start saying things that they don't understand. And next thing you know, they give us free food because they don't want to deal with us. Oh, that's a good idea, Mr. Chan. You know what I really like? I like that Mike Tyson. Oh, he's nice when he bite that guy ear off. Oh, that was the best night of my life when I seen that on pay-per-view. You know, I was yelling all night. I said, Rock, Jock, Jay, Hawk. I don't know what that means. But everybody in crowd was yelling, Rock Chalk. So I said, yeah, Mike Tyson, Rock Chalk. Oh, you know who I really want to knock out? I want to knock out that chain with Sonasaw. Oh, he always coming to my business with his snooty behind. Just because he went to Harvard Law School, he think he better than me because I won my donut shop. But you know what? I just want to give him a uppercut. Are you talking about all in problem? Yeah, it problem. Next time, we should take our kids to boxing match. Next time, we take kids to show them what happened when you don't become doctor or lawyer. Next thing you know, you have to become fighter to make your money. Oh yeah, you have to fight like Price Dog. You have to fight in the street. You have to fight for your life every day. Be so hard. I so oh, should have went to law school. Or otherwise, you're gonna be running donut shop like your father. You call me helicopter parent right now. But next thing you know, you'll be saying, I learned a lot from dead. Mr. Chang, my dad. He taught me a lot. Oh, yeah. We better go get our seat because the main event started right now. Let's hope we get blood on face. And that was our improv segment. So we are going to segue right into our eclair, which is our positive advice. And that's how we end the show. Uh, we always want to give you guys some positive advice. So I believe it is your turn to start, Micah. So take it away. It is my turn to start. So we are a few days into the new year now that this is airing. But here's what I have to say. Hopefully it's not a little too late, but I'll explain myself in a second. Instead of making a New Year's resolutions, make happy, or I'm sorry, healthy habits. The thing is, New Year's resolutions are almost destined to fail right off the bat. And it's a mindset thing. Think about it. You're just like, oh, it's a new year. I got to pack all these new behaviors and new activities to make myself better and to make myself new. And, you know, we're going to start off the new year. And, you know, those are all very good thoughts and there's nothing wrong with them. But a lot of the times we overburden ourselves and we say, this is our list of New Year's resolutions and we're not going to do this and we are going to do this. Well, what ends up happening is 
by the time this episode airs, as bad as it is, I bet you there's some of y'all that already have that gym membership and uh, was supposed to go this morning and <laughs> didn't quite happen. And it's no big deal. Like, I mean, as bad as it is, it happens to everybody. But here's what we have to do. We have to find what's healthy for us. We have to find what's good for us. We don't need to overburden ourselves with everything that we think are going to be good for us. Um, you know, a lot of the times you can get exercise without having to run. Personally, I don't like to run. Personally, I like to play basketball. So you know what? You could work out playing basketball and you could say, you know what? I want to play basketball for an hour a day and find out a way to do that instead of saying, you know what? I'm going to run and do cardio and do all this stuff. Make it fun for you. And the next thing you know, these things will, these habits will slide into your life before you know it because they're things that you actually want to do. And that's the healthy habits that you build. That's good stuff. Good stuff, man. This is a little bit uh, different from mine. Uh, and I'm not talking about anything specific. So there's no, but you get what you pay for. And sometimes in life, and I know that I've been guilty of this, I have went the cheap option on things and it did not serve me well. So I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to save a few dollars here or $50 here. But sometimes when you spend the money, it helps with not the, not the heartache or the headache. And so I'm just saying, hey, like, just think is, hey, is $50 going to save me in the long run? I know we make that joke, $50 is $50. But for example, um, with like the car and stuff, I used to be like, oh no, I don't need the warranty. Oh no, I don't need the gap insurance. And then I can't tell you how much money I poured into the car to fix it in the long run. Where if I would have just poured like, maybe $20 more a month than I would have been saving thousands. Uh, so think about it. Sometimes you get what you pay for. Um, if a deal looks too good to be true and you're paying cheap for it, um, it's probably not that good a quality. Um, but so just be careful, you know, don't go the cheap way all the time. I know I'm preaching to myself because I like to go cheap, uh, but don't go the cheap way all the time. Yeah, me too. Because at the end of the day, you're going to remember the experiences. You're not going to remember the money. You know, now I'm not saying go ball out every night. That's not what I'm saying, but you get what I mean. But yeah, so I think we've had a pretty good show. Don't you? Yeah, me too. Yeah, I'm going to add on one thing to what you said. Side note. So my boy over here, he um, he bought a brand new TV which is which is really dope and um so i had bought a new tv earlier this year as well and to his point it's one of those things i don't know about you but in the past especially living on my own i went cheap with tvs i got small real cheap tvs just anything i could really get and this time you know i stepped it up just a little bit and boy when i fired that puppy up i saw the difference and i was like man i didn't think there was a difference but but there's a definite difference so, yeah, you definitely get what you pay for. And sometimes you're paying for, like, the longevity of something. Like, you know, and I'm not saying go expensive on everything, but sometimes when you do pay a little bit more, those things do last a little bit longer. So it, it saves you money in the long run. But, yeah, so it's been a good show, uh, our first show of the new year. I'm excited about how this new year is going to be. We did a lot in 2022, man. We did a lot, bro. Uh, so quick thing, what is, like, one of the best moments that happened for you, 2022. I know I'll put you on the spot. 2022 overall, well, I got engaged this year, so that was pretty pretty awesome. How about yourself? I got engaged. We both got engaged to great ladies, uh, and so I'm excited about that. A lot of good stuff happened for me this past year, but what are you excited about 2023? 2023, I can't wait to keep building this show. Uh, I'm getting married this year, and it's 
there's going to be a lot. Um, there's going to be a lot of growth this year. You know, there's going to be a lot of um, you know, there's going to be a lot of good stuff happening this year. Yep, some awesome things. So check us out at tvtrashcan.com, tvtrashcan.com. Go look at the website. Uh, go like us, comment, subscribe, all the good things. So I think it's time for us to trash it. Are you ready? Yeah, let's throw this donut box into the trash. Well, I'm Chris. And I'm Micah. And you've been listening to the Donut yeah. Box Podcast. Always remember to recycle your donut uh-huh. boxes. Nah, I don't know. Y'all have a good day. Uh-huh, uh-huh.